everybody how was everyone doing i hope you had a great day i hope you're staying warm got a little bit chilly here we've got some uh 
got some more snow in the in the forecast here this weekend and again next week and then the next weekend and then the whole week after that it is awesome we got a guest tonight you probably don't really care guys so if you want to leave i understand who wants to listen to the conley i'm just kidding because i know i do and i'm so glad that he is back here this is kilt the christian episode 515 we're just gonna call it conley wednesday it is wednesday right here we go guys let's get to it we are many nations around the world comprised of many cultures but we stand together in a battle between good and evil. We are the seekers of wisdom, the bringers of truth, the hands of heaven, and the voices of reason. As the world tries to divide us by our differences, we only grow stronger as we are bound together as the children of God. Great to see you all. Um, For those of you that did not get a chance to say hello to uh, in the intro, God bless you. Thank you so much for joining us. It is always a privilege to have you here with us and an honor to be here. So we got a little guest tonight. You guys, I'm going to go ahead and introduce him since nobody knows who he is. We just call him the Conley because we love him. And I know you guys can't see him because it's an audio show. It's a video. This is uh, no video, but I can see him. And Conley, you're looking great. No finagula. Just, you know. No finagula. You're looking great, man. You're looking younger. Um, Thanks for your lying, dude. But I'm, I'm... I'm glad I cashed after the money over to you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it wasn't, I only charged 10 bucks, man, for that compliment. But that's, that's per compliment. That's per compliment. That's, that's why I sent a hundred. Yep. So I'm going to keep my little checklist here, make sure that I don't go over or under. I meet my quota. <laughs> but brother, how have you been, man? It's great. It's been a while since I've, I've looked at you on Zoom. Um, it has. And we're going to be uh, doing a lot of Zooming together because, uh, you're you're up in your game here you know you've been really yeah. like you're how many shows have you got right now about 300 no i'm at two tonight was 225 and it was actually the <clears throat> we celebrated a one-year anniversary by just doing a regular show oh, nice. so <laughs> that's how we roll we're not trying to do like what girls do and make it like a whole birthday month yeah although we could do that that wouldn't be a bad thing but um yeah we're gonna move in in a different direction you know you and i talked about that you're gonna help with that we're gonna have um we're gonna have obviously different camera setup um and then we're gonna have some i don't know why i'm saying we're i do i do that a lot it's i there's no we there's just i but i think when you have a show one has a show you just move into like the plural but I'm going to have a, a camera set up in the in the studio so that it's it's very, you know, like you and I look when you do Zoom, we're looking at one another. I'm going to have another one off to the corner. That way, uh, <clears throat> as we move along and this kind of goes on, they can subscribe and do all of that kind of neat stuff. And they can actually watch why the show goes on. And then um, if I do more shows like this one and with you then they have the opportunity to be able to be part of that too. Um, We're going to figure out, you and I are going to figure out and maybe some other people too, how we can simulcast the, the video um, on the, on the website. And then obviously have it doing it with Podbean at the same time. And then if I want to um, like we're sitting on zoom, how I can turn that into something else that somebody can have access to. So you can see the, you know, when I do interviews, Oh yeah, see that's that's a simple part. The great thing about um, Podbean is it's its own server platform. So mm-hmm. all you have to do is just simply open up Podbean, um, right. and then the rest of it you can push through OBS. So all of your video will be running through um, the OBS system, and then you got right. this thing called Restream. So like, uh, if you're only planning on going to Rumble, 
then you can get the free restream. If you plan on sending it to like multiple places at one time, um, if it's not like YouTube or some of the popular ones, then it's a simple fee, um, a yearly fee, and then you can send it out to like, you know, four or five places at one time. I don't think I'm going to do it like Zach. You know, I think Zach does. Uh, Zach Payne is across four different video streaming yeah. systems and a bunch of other people are too. I would rather uh, if I when I post it to Rumble, it'll be either a day or two. Um, since I'm doing a show every night like you do, then it'll probably be the next day. So the folks who, um, for lack of a better word, they subscribe, then, um, you know, obviously they have access to that content before Any, yeah. it goes to the free part, right? And then if there is an event or if there's something that's huge, then, um, you know, then we can have that. We have the ability to be able to stream it over there on Rumble. But it's really, that's just going to be, um, and, I'm, and I'm wondering whether or not I can do the video anyway before we put it up the camera up over there on the corner where we can just make it a day later and just post it over there for right now. Yeah, you should be Until, like said, you just record it into your own system, into your own computer. You can right. record it straight into OBS, and then you'll take that file, load it up the next day. And there is a benefit, too, for those that get subscribed, that get to watch your content earlier. Let's just say there's a nuclear strike. You'd want to be the <laughs> one who donated the Conley show so you can find out before it happens rather than four days later. Exactly. You know, so there, gonna... there, there's a bonus to that. <laughs> That's right. It's like, oh, my gosh, I've been listening to a prophet. No, that's not what I am. I'm the farthest thing from it. One, because I have a difficult time spelling it. And if you can't spell it, you can't be it. Exactly. But, like Nebuchadnezzar. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I think right now, I think I'll put a lot of, I'll do some videos. I'll do some short videos. Um, and I'll put those over on my Patreon account uh, so that people who do subscribe over there first, because that's where the primary place is going to be. Uh, that they have access to that kind of stuff. And then um, I can do, I can upload some of the show videos um, at the same time that, um, that I uh, post this, post the, the replay up on Podbean. I can, I can put that over there on Patreon and um, there'll be some different interview content, um, which I'm still going to try to keep the show. You're, you, you, you used to like going an hour and a half. And if I had to, I could do that. We don't bump into one another. No. Um, but um, if I have extra content, then I'm going to put that over there. Any of the interviews that I have scheduled coming up over the next six weeks, um, there'll be some things that'll be just there for the patrons over on Patreon. Yeah, like and then like after the comes, like after show talk, after show type stuff. Yes, when Conley pulls talk. out the goober green, like you just never know what you're uh, gonna get. Just that's you know that's something that I think that you should do <laughs> for yourself, and because people dig it and they want to hear what the after show is. And uh, I told a friend of mine today too. Um, I'm obviously gonna have to get back in the gym. Um, and then uh, no more doing naked shows in a thong. So there's that. Yeah, exactly. And I'm, you know, offense, man, but thank you. You're welcome. And I, mean, I didn't want to start an OnlyFans. I know, because it was always a guess a game. It's like pink. No, no, no. Red. No, no, no. Green. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. About none. There you go. Now you know. Now you get some inside baseball. Just none. Exactly. Now so how, you, how have you been doing? You sound really good, but you told me right before the show that you you kind of got a little, you got a little hack going on. Yeah, I got a little cough going on. Like, and I hate it. You know, we all know, man, when, when the cold or whatever's coming, cause you get that little tickle on the back of your throat. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, because it's a specific kind of tickle in the back of the throat. It's the, yes. the pre-warning. So I like literally immediately was like, zinc taking like all of my stuff quercetin and, <laughs> and everything so fortunately it's just a cough but but man i hate it because it's it's cold outside and that's a part of the reason i think i got the cough is a little bit of the chemtrails because they've been bad recently like super yeah. super bad but um and i've got my chlorine dioxide as well but then i go outside and it's in the 20s and then i come inside and i'm sitting right next to a fire that i'm building you know what i'm saying so i'm like going back and forth from in like, and out in yeah, and those coughs can more. turn bad then you get bronchitis and the next thing you know you got hemorrhoids and you're putting preparation h on i know man it's a never-ending cycle but it's still better it than um anything this administration has given me i think this whole administration needs a big old thing in preparation h yeah, exactly that's i watch a a, a a garbage pail kid clip and that's what i really need to, that's what i go to the uh to the pantry for not the pantry that's in the kitchen but whatever it is in the bathroom i just go snap i just keep a thing of preparation h on whenever she i hear her uh jamie raskin or um uh what's the who's the admiral uh, john kirby oh kirby. i just stick it in my ears i'm like mm-hmm. i just plug just shove it all in there maybe that's why my, well maybe that's why my head's it's, just... it's not the linen closet it's the lemming closet the, the lemming closet. That's, that's he right. keeps he that's, keeps his zombie lemmings in his bathroom closet. <laughs> that's, right. that's right. We're doing a little revamping here at the homestead for sure. Yeah, and we're we're gonna need that 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 lemming closet here soon, man. I don't know what's on your uh, twenty twenty four bingo card, man, but um, I think it would be easier for me to say what's not on my my bingo card for twenty twenty four, and that is uh Biden becomes a wholesome person. That's not on my bingo card. Um, Nancy Pelosi saves the world. That's not on my bingo card either. No. Um, it's mainly like aliens, zombies, and uh, nuclear war, you know, civil war. That That's um, right in that's that on little, there. Yeah, that's on there as well. I don't have Kareem Jean-Pierre blinking less than 100 times a second. I know, it's my, that's my new drinking game. Except I don't <laughs> really drink alcohol, so um, I'm, I'm just taking a – whatever I've got like lemonade, but um, sadly I go through a couple of gallons of lemonade a day now because of that. Watching her blink. Yeah. I'm Is like, that your drinking blink, game? The number blink, of times she blink, blinks. Blink, blink. It's like, man, I already finished this glass of lemonade. I need to get up and get another one. Dude, I'm still trying to play catch up from 2023. <laughs> I know. Oh. If I'm drinking with drinking that game. Yeah. See, I that's get a- two hours of sleep and have to wake up and start day drinking, which is what the administration's made most of us do. Yeah. You know, that's the thing is you don't playing a drinking game for a garbage pail kid blinks is a dangerous game. It's a very dangerous game. This is how you get alcohol, the alcohol poisoning children. <laughs> I think we can have an AA meeting and say, listen, you get to take the number of drinks. You can have a drink if Joe Biden never has a cognitive thought that will that will eliminate alcohol. That will destroy the 100%. liquor and that will destroy the liquor industry right along. Worse. Worse than Dylan Mulvaney did for Bud Light. Yeah, and, and worse possibly than uh than Justin Trudeau is doing the Canada right now. He, oh my he, gosh. You a, know, I think I think that cat has got I think he's got uh stock in some kind of tampon company. Oh, he's got he's got stock in the deep state and anything he that does. the deep state produces. Well, he's told we're gonna they're gonna put tampons in men men's bathrooms. Yeah, tampons in men's bathrooms. That just makes well, it makes easier sense. for the pedos to go in there and get what they're looking for. Um, <laughs> That's so gay. He's That's got, absolutely true. It, it is very true, Mimo. That that is so gay. <laughs> um, 
but the uh, he, he's raising taxes right now on on mm-hmm. liquor and alcohol so high. Um, this is going to be something that affects your restaurant industry and stuff like that. And like I said, yeah. I'm not a drinker, but you know, adults can make their own darn choice. And and like I said, is they're just taking advantage of absolutely everything. And the thing is, though, is that that's a big part of the economy. Matter of fact, if you like looked at all the different parts of the economy that got hit hard and the ones that didn't during the whole COVID lockdown, one of those mm-hmm. things that didn't really get affected was the sale of alcohol because I think it went up a little bit. <laughs> right. Yeah. Nobody else had anything else to do. Yeah. Think of it this way. It is obviously another avenue that they're, that they are using to, to, to uh, vice and squeeze their people. So they're going to make it so expensive. They're going to put people into making a choice between food or alcohol. So if you have an issue with it and with alcohol, you're more apt to go over there mm-hmm. and, and, and spend it and on your, your money on that while contributing the taxes that they've been, you know, obviously increased on that. So they're making money that way, but then you're going to have a kind of a, a mental health issue with the population that may push them into some other areas of consumption of other vices and other things. And it'll be the time to then now we're going to legalize all drugs, but we're going to tax them. And then it's just going to be continually pressing, pressing, pressing of the population. No, exactly. That's the way that's kind of the way I see it. I mean, exactly. Cause that's the thing is that, you know, when people are in desperate times, um, often, you know, Fortunately, we go to God. That's like where we head. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people um, that aren't as strong in their faith or don't have any faith at all, their go-to is drugs or alcohol. You know, so right. it's only going to make this problem worse and worse. But they're ultimately trying to weaken society, destroy society, ruin our brains, break up the families. I mean, everything they're doing is is pretty darn evil. Um, not to mention poisonous. They do need Jesus, Mimo. That would fix all the problems. As a matter of fact, you know, people are like, what would you do to fix the world? Be like, I'd introduce everybody to Jesus. Done. Mic drop. Boop. There you go. I think the other thing it does is it obviously has created a a point of psychological contact where people are going to talk about it. They're going to think about it. They're going to get mad about it. Very. They uh, look. They the other side is very evil. They're very evil, and they're evil geniuses. So they know that they can press them. They're going to get nobody that's going to do anything, but they're going to stay angry Mm -hmm. and they need anger and they need people pissed off. And then they're going to lash out at the other people while they sit up high and away from all of that, still living and doing their thing. The population and the serfs are fighting amongst themselves. Mm -hmm. It's going to, that's, that's what it's designed to create. That's what we see here in America with, uh, you know, the snatch and grabs with, you know, the youth who are just looking for food as they go into the Gucci store to steal everything. But now that's expanded out into grocery stores and other places, and, too. And that's every, all by design. Everywhere. All by design. It's also by design that they're putting this all over uh, social media because then people mm-hmm. do it. They get pissed off. They're like, man, look at all the black people and how they gang up on people. And it's like, look, man, this isn't a color issue. This is a crappy people issue a lacking lacking jesus in your life issue um has nothing to do with the color the problem right now um 
And it's another thing too, is all the immigration that's coming in and it's gotten worse, man. I mean, um, it's gotten really bad. It's getting worse and worse every single day. The government is trying to cut up the Constantine wire and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, every, everything is just there. They say, well, I, I just, we can't do enough to stop it. It's like, well, how about doing anything, something, <laughs> something tag t- now, it, expand out on world we're going to expand out a little bit on what we were just talking about with chaos in the streets there's uh there was somebody i can't remember which account it was posted a uh, oh it was new york the viral new york guy who does all the video of everything going on in new york city you have immigrants or not immigrants you have illegal aliens who are now going door to door asking for money Mm -hmm. or they are checking for car checking cars and vehicles and see if they're unlocked they have brought in a bunch of people, millions of people. They have given them the five to seven to nine thousand dollars, but eventually that goes away. They don't have them in. Pl- they don't have them placed in any jobs. They are scattered all amongst the streets. Mm-hmm. So to add to the chaos, now you've got <clears throat> tens or not tens, but you've got three, four million people, hungry people who are hungry, who are pissed off and angry because they were led to believe that they were going to come here and it's the land of plenty and they were going to have all of it for however long they wanted it. Yes. And now you're going to have another component to uh, destabilization of the population just with that. It's not just about votes and it's not just about the cheap labor. It's that too. But these people were used and lied to no different than we were with COVID. You, you're not going to get it. You won't spread it. Um, I didn't have sex with that, you know, woman. Um, you know, we, we don't have enough money, money to build the wall. That's a lie. They're lying to these folks, and they're going to be angry. Mm-hmm. But they're not going to know where to unleash that anger. No. But it's going to be on people who are around, and they're going to bring what they were doing down in South America or over there in the Middle East here to the streets, and they know it. That's exactly, know it. That's exactly what they're doing. And we've yep. been talking about this forever. This is, you know, sleeper agents. This is a, an invasion at some point waiting for a go call. And uh, we're seeing that, you know, and I question more and more, like, what side Abbott's really on? Because he's claiming, like, ha I'm jabbing it to the man by sending them elsewhere. And it's like, mm-hmm. but you're literally doing what they need and spreading them out all over the place. So, yes. so you got to yes. wonder, like, what side is he on? And then you've got the military, which we discussed um, recently about they're not even coming close to their numbers. They push this whole woke thing. Your mm-hmm. Americans are like, I don't want to be part of that. Cause look, who would be, I don't care if you're like, like one of those kids that grew up like me, GI Joe, man, I'm going to go kick some butt for my country. And they get to the point and they're like, yeah, I don't trust that person, that person or that person having my back. Why would I want to join the military and then go fight someone else's war? It's a whole different deal than, you know, fighting here. But guess what? We don't need a military for that. It's going to happen at some point where the people step up and, and fight the war here, military or not. What they're going to end up doing is, and they're already doing it, they're allowing them to join the police force. They're mm-hmm. um, just recently, as hard as they're making it for us to get guns, or trying to at least, they've now made it as easy as possible to get a gun for these for the for the illegal aliens that are coming in here to the point where they don't even have IDs. They're, they're ditching their IDs their passports at the border at the border and uh they come in here they've got no way for you to know who they are um 
and you know, we've got to go like, look, I've never been to a gun store and been there for less than three hours. Yeah. You know, because you sign the paper, then you got to sit back and got to wait for them to give you the thumbs up saying mm-hmm. you're good. You're a good legal citizen. Um, <clears throat> you've got to show all this ID proving who you are, even for me to buy a lower receiver, which wasn't, it, it wasn't even an active gun. It was literally right. the, the late, the lower receiver part of a gun. Um, it took me hours in order for me to be able to purchase that. So these, these aliens, these illegal aliens can go right in and be like, I want four of these, uh, you know, whatever they want. And then they walk out, no ID required, no background check, nothing. So mm-hmm. if guns are so dangerous, what makes it less dangerous in the hands of an illegal alien that we don't know as compared to an American that you know everything about? From a common sense standpoint, it makes no sense. It, it, it just makes no sense. But then that's us who are, you know, we want what's best for America, which is to have everyone who comes in legally to have their vote counted legally, all legal votes, and then to have a job and just live their life and do whatever. The problem is, is that obviously we've talked about this forever, and you know this, <clears throat> a group of people who who see themselves as the betters and we're the lessers. And so they're going to bring in these replacements, not just for jobs, but they're going to do it to a lot of different, it's multifaceted. It's just multifaceted in its intent. Like what you were just saying with the weapons, they're able to, to have access to a lot of different things, a whole lot easier than we can look at the state of California. The state of California is about to uh, allow 900,000 of their illegal aliens to have access to health care. Yes. Who's paying for that, right? The Californians are having to pay for that. They're already in debt in California. We were, I remember we were laughing uh, last year about the, you know, the $5 million reparation thing. They don't have the money. Mm-mm. Not but, even close. Uh, not yeah, Not even close. But it's, it is, again, not done in, with the intent to be fiscally responsive, uh, responsible. It is done to elevate the emotions of the population who are already here so that they will fight those who are coming or that they're letting in. And we're going to move into it. Basically what it does is it, it, it puts us into a, it, it could put us into a very tribal mindset, uh, which I think they've kind of been doing before, tried to do and have been doing well and successfully with race as a division. So then now you're divided add the 15 minute city component to it that they Mm -hmm. ultimately want to do. And now you have more of a Mad Max type environment, but I couple that with the hunger games where you have your elites who are watching all of the distant, all all of the different districts do whatever it is that they do. And those districts um, are all creating something, you know, whether it was uh, textiles or agriculture or things like that. But these other, but the elites were sitting in there with all their fancy dress. You know, that it, it's exactly like the Hunger Games, really. No, it, it that's with some other stuff. Literally where they got the idea from. You mm-hmm. know, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm here with yeah. Jay Wu. He says, I need some taxation without representation reparations. Heck yeah. I do too. Heck yeah. They owe us a lot of money for not doing anything that we've needed them to do, especially the shutting down our border. Um, that's a very good point. It's a very good point. And I asked this earlier of somebody. Uh, you know, at what point does it become really, truly, without being, without joking, at what point does it become treasonous? 
as they did away with Title 42, they're still kind of within the law a little bit. We're giving them court dates. The court dates are six to seven to eight years out, knowing that a, a, a very small percentage are even going to go to that court date to begin with because they don't want to be deported. And then, and by law, they can't have a job until they do that. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. either they're going to be working somewhere illegally or not working at all. And then we go back to what you had said earlier. They're going to start getting desperate and rabble rousing or um, they're going to end up getting more money from the taxpayer while we're still trying to figure out what we're going to do. You know, you talked about California and the uh, tax or the uh, health care. So they're giving like loads of money to health care for immigrants. It's still mm -hmm. difficult. You know, some people can't afford health care at all. Um, you regular citizens, we don't get that stuff. But another side effect of this is how hard it's going to be for you to find a doctor if that happens. You know what I'm saying? So, and I, I'll tell you this straight up, you know, for the ones that live in Canada, for the, for our friends that live over in Great Britain, you guys know what I'm talking about. The system is a lot different than the system is right here. And right. you don't get the privilege. Like if I need to go to the hospital, at least I can get in there and get my broken leg fixed. But you know, it doesn't work like that in socialist medicine. You, no, there's a time frame. Yeah. You're on a, you're, you're on a time schedule. Yeah. It sucks. It sucks. Here's something else too. When and you mentioned it earlier, you're going to have, they're not going to be able to work legally. So they're going to have to work below the radar. So that means that if um, in a state that, that uh, minimum wage is $15, which is about to increase to 16, I think 1650 in California on top of that too, where we were talking about the healthcare thing. So, You've got a minimum wage of $15. These people can't, they don't, they don't qualify for that because they're not doing it legally. They're going to be at the $12 to $10 range. Most of these people are not accustomed to making that much money yeah. for them. What that does then is it begins to erode quicker, quick, quicker and quickly the middle, the, the middle income and the middle class. And then to a degree, it's going to decrease and begin to affect the lower upper class. So now that you have moved and removed uh, both of those classes and pushed them down towards the lower economic scale, that's the that's the other thing it's going to do. That's a big thing too, because wages, <clears throat> and then you're going to hear calls for from government for a a higher living wage, which means, and think about that. If if you mandate to business or even the government, but if you mandate to businesses that they have to pay a higher minimum wage, what does that do? That's going to move those those individuals who are getting that into a different tax bracket, or it's going to increase the amount of taxes that they're going to have to pay yeah. because they're technically making more money. And where does that money go? Back to the government. Yeah. You're feeding that monkey even even more. Yeah, it's a it's a wicked wicked system right now. Stu wicked system. Stupid monkey. You know, um, Dito says, <laughs> says non-tax 12 to 13 is like 20 taxed, you know, and then they're destroying companies by raising these things up to 20 bucks for a pizza delivery person at Pizza Hut. And they're having to fire people because they can't afford to keep everybody like it's and I've said this before as as evil as we know that the government is. I'm mm -hmm. more irritated with the idiots out there that still 
buy vote for it. all of this and vote for all this. And it's not even like they're voting, you know, to help themselves. They're, they're voting because they, they hate the other person. So they hate Trump so much that they're willing to keep voting for this. You know what I'm saying? Look, you may as well cast your vote for Satan. Just cut out the middleman Biden, vote for Satan, and, and there you go. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. I, or, or vote New World Order, because that's basically what they're doing right now. All because they hate Trump. Yes. So they're willing to basically punch themselves in the face and then kill themselves with the death of a thousand cuts mm-hmm. just because they don't like Trump. And most of them are, are are in that place. Most of them are still in the and in, in, in the black community. I think is is getting out of it. But they vote Democrat just because they vote Democrat. Now it's become a habit, and it's one that they can't break because there's fear supposedly on the voting the other way. When you've been uh, addicted, generationally addicted, to getting things given to you by the government or getting things at a reduced amount it is a very safe place to stay you're going to they, they've adjusted their lifestyles to uh living in a certain way and then they've been told that they need to be mad at the wealthy people who are just regular joes who who are making a living yeah there's the class warfare component right there. But, and eventually they're trying to move all of those people into the same class where they're dependent upon the government. But that is a generational curse that is yet to be broken in a lot of instances. And I would say without any data, obviously this is just pulling this out of my head. 65% of the, uh, of the, uh, of the black community as an example is still going to be stuck in that mindset. You have some of the blood sit and the breakaway type stuff. Candace Owens and those folks did a very good job trying to get people out of the way. And they have been, I think you have a lot of people in the black community now who see what Biden is doing, that now he's allowing these people in, who's basically replacing them as the new victim. Mm-hmm. And that's got them upset. So you have a lot in the black community who are, who are going to vote Trump. Hopefully, if he were to win, then they can use that as a springboard to get themselves off of that, uh, off the government teat but off, again, off the plantation, you know, off the plantation, because, uh, but here's the thing. you got a bunch of the people who they look to as their leaders or who are prominent within a media group who tell them that they're oppressed. And I know most of you who listened to the show before heard me use this analogy. They are just the Samuel L. Jackson's character in uh, Stephen in Django Unchained. Yeah, no, literally. He's yes. the one who was running everybody in the big house. Yes, exactly. And and that's the problem is that the majority of the people right now don't realize that's exactly what they're doing. All these protesters, the climate people, the Palestine supporters, the mm-hmm. everyone is literally doing exactly that. They you know, they're the ones that are perpetuating this problem and they're keeping it going and they think that they're on the righteous side. And it's like, no, the righteous side is coming together and going after our true enemy, which is our, our government right now, not just American government. You know, I get really big on saying that because this is what we see every day, but every right. government, you know, we've got, um, to me, I mean, 2024 has already started off pretty crazy. We're like three days into 2024 and, uh, 
you know, today, and I'm being very careful about this. We were discussing earlier, um, mm -hmm. the Epstein list was supposed to be pushed to the 31st, but part of it ended up getting released today. Um, right. the reason I'm telling you be very cautious and I'm not telling you everyone else here is that there's already people out there creating fake memes to dirty up the works that are coming out right now. Um, I'd say the most valuable thing that we've seen come out of this is it's proof 100% that Trump never went to the island and never went to any of uh, Epstein's private property. And that was literally mentioned in the court um, testimony and has, has, you know, been uh, written down, you know, so that was a biggie today. And you won't hear about that. The people won't, won't mention because they've been waiting for that. And that also shows you another reason of why they hate Trump so much mm -hmm. is because they're all blackmailed. And the FBI has known about this since at least 2009. They literally have loads of, of all of the blackmail videotapes that were taken by Epstein that never surfaced again. Um, you know, so we were discussing this. So, so, you know, a great example. So we know that I got a list of some of the people that were in there. Um, mm -hmm. But they're pushing out some other ones that, you know, could or could not be lies. We don't know yet. But some of the people that are on this list, I mean— Clinton was mentioned like 98 times in, in, in just what's come out so far. Yes. Um, and that he, and that he liked him young. Exactly. Uh, Prince Andrew. Yeah. And he literally said that, um, that he likes his women young, um, or oh. his girls young, not women, girls. Um, Prince Andrew was on there. Chris Tucker, Al Gore, Oprah Winfrey. So these are some of the names that were actually mentioned, but then, um, some of the things that I'm not quite sure about, Jimmy Kimmel, there's something going around saying that he was part of it, but I haven't been able to verify because when I went in to go digging earlier, um, the whole site crashed like five mm -hmm. minutes after it went down or it, it got dropped. So I wasn't sure who did that. If it was just because so many people went on at one time or the, of the, the people that don't want this information coming out were the ones that did it. But they're already talking about, and I don't know if this is connected or not, so th then there was uh, Stephen Hawking. There was mm -hmm. a meme going around about that, and I have not been able to verify that in the actual stuff that came out. But, of course, people are pushing stuff around because then what they'll do is they'll jump on the sillier part of it, and yeah. it, which was the lie. And then they'll be like, well, how do we know all of it's not lies? This is the same game that they do every time. And the, but the problem is that the Patriots get so darn excited that they will take anything that you throw at them at this point. Right. And then right. they'll run with it. You know, the thing that they said about Hawking's, which is hilarious. I mean, maybe That's not. Hilarious. I don't know. It, I laughed <laughs> when I first saw it. So apologies. Um, <laughs> it said that he loves watching midgets undress so that he can watch them try to solve hard math problems on a chalkboard that they have to reach up to. <laughs> Excuse me. Like. I'm like, <laughs> and I'm not going to lie. I did laugh when I first saw that until I thought I'm like, well, unless midget is code word for like little girls. And that's not funny. Um, but like some of the memes that I've seen, you know, it's like, um, was it, uh, Epstein reaches out to, uh, reaches out to him and he was like, Hey, I'm Hawkins. You want to come over? He's like, no, I'm actually solving a hard math problem on black holes right now. He goes, we've got midgets. And then the next thing is like a super fast wheelchair hauling butt down the street. <laughs> there is, you know, that's, they're going to, it would be good to temper that stuff. Although there's some very, very funny, funny people 
with just a great sense of humor. It but, does unfortunately cloud things. See, and like you said, you have a lot of people who are wanting to be, um, well, they want to be part of the group. So yeah. they want to share as much information as they can. So it looks like they're involved and that they know things and that they're awake and they end up sharing something that's not necessarily true. I think one of the things that it would be good to do within this group and definitely start it. And hopefully you guys can spread that around. And that is to not play the guilt by association thing. So just because, and, and un, until you know all, or, you know, the major, a better part of the facts, it's one thing to say, you know, like you were mentioning people that flew, but we don't know whether he was using them for their influence to get to someone else. If he was using them mm -hmm. uh, because of who they were, because he's already got someone else hooked and he's trying to keep them hooked. So if it's, uh, say, someone that's in business, but they want to meet a star, they want to meet a celebrity. So he's going to get the celebrity to come out. No different than uh, when you hear about, uh, like, Mariah Carey or singers are paid, you know, a million dollars to go sing at some, you know, a prince's birthday party, as an example. Yeah. Doesn't mean they're, they're it, it, just because they sing at his birthday party, doesn't mean that they're attached to anything that went on there. And it doesn't mean that they're now... Uh, a friend of Islam. They're went, they were paid to go. Yes. It's good to keep that kind of 24 hour, 48 rule mindset thinking uh, in place. And it'll eventually come out that there's more that it, 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 the people who were there may have been um, irrelevant, just like uh, a lot of the names. Technofog did a really good job. Yes. Before this list came out. And then tonight, uh, there were doctors, there were nurses who were actually treating people, who were treating the girls, who were named in that, uh, who were on that list. Does that mean that they knew what was going on? That's a whole other topic of conversation and, and something that had to be, that would need to be investigated and hasn't been. But yeah. I think the main thing you said was that the FBI, and I would tell you this, it's not just them, it's some of the other agencies too have all of those tapes have yeah. the binders have all of them and they and they've kept what are they doing quiet. with them they've kept what are it, they doing with yeah them? and that's the thing is that they're they're think about this they are holding on to the proof of some of the most horrific crimes ever to happen on this earth and they mm -hmm. don't have a problem with it and and mm -hmm. that's the thing you know th this is where we this whole system needs to be torn down and you know my, my twin reached out to me she's like hey you know the list finally came out and i'm like i'm digging into it you don't sound excited I'm like, I don't get excited anymore because right. half the things that we talk about just end up disappearing into the oblivion. And I'm not even sure if this right here, like, cause we've been waiting for this, but what else happened today? They ended up releasing like this huge list of election fraud, all of it, like proof of like, I think five or six different States that were right. involved in the election fraud. And that hasn't, no one's been talking about that. Mm -mm. You know I mean? You can go look for it. You can find that it's out there. But once again, you know, it just shows you that you think they won't throw. Bill Clinton is old and washed up. Hillary Clinton is an old washed up hag too. You think that they won't throw them under that bus? The problem, though, is that they also know that they'll blackmail each other. And like Hillary said, you know, if Trump goes after me, I'm going to make sure that all you guys are hanging. That was a paraphrase. She didn't say it like that, but 
Right. She she did, you know, say something. So they all blackmail each other. And this is one of the big things that that's taken place about this is one of the main reasons that they did not want this list of information coming out is because they lose their blackmail power. When this is now out publicly, they can't use this to blackmail anybody anymore because it's already out there. You know, um, mm -hmm. um, we, we've been saying as far as Trump goes, I could have told you Trump wasn't on that list only because they would have, you know, they would have pulled that out of the, the rabbit hat like three, four Straight years away. ago. Yeah. <laughs> well, because they knew that there was an FBI agent who said that he actually helped them. Mm -hmm. Exactly. When it came to Epstein. Yep. <clears throat> So, and again, it's, it's a good, it's a good reminder you just, you just made is that given the environment <clears throat> and the state of the environment and, and the animosity towards Trump, where they've had to literally make up things, the whole Russia hoax, um, the Mueller report, all of the wasted time, they had to make all of that up, use $35 million of your money to run that little scam, the J6 committee. Uh, and everything that surrounds that yeah. doesn't mean that things didn't happen then. <clears throat> and we're coming up on an anniversary of that. So get ready for a Biden speech coming up soon where he's going to talk. He's not going to be the great unifier either. No, but they have to make all that stuff up. And right now they have the platforms to be able to do it. Um, we just have to maintain not the high ground or not the high road. But we need to maintain the high ground. Um, and there's there's different ways to do it. You can combat all that. But you're right, brother. They, uh, he, matter of fact, I was just arguing with some, or, or debating with some friends of mine. You know, when's he going to say all, where's he going to have all, where, when's he going to release all this uh, information that he has? I said, well, wait till he's got like four trials. Can you not wait then? Why are you, why are you trying to nitpick on something small like that? Yeah. And then today, here it comes. And it is four states and it's footnoted. It's well-documented. It uses a lot of the own states, uh, websites and information. So you're going to get idiots who are just going to, you know, slough it off and go, well, it's all tinfoil hat stuff. Mm -hmm. That's Hey, that's fine. They're that's not fine. mad at you. You're not the, you're not the problem. They're the problem, their own personal conviction. And a lot of this is convicting. That's what it is. Cause guess what? Now, with all of the Epstein stuff, it just verified that there is an elite pedophile ring. This is one of them. How many? What was the other one? There was Nexum, and then uh, what it, was the? Oh, there was Nexium. There was Sanctum, right? And then there was uh, the Epstein cult. There was uh, John of God. Yes, um, that was an Oprah thing too. Yeah, exactly. But the Nexium and the Sanctum were tied into one another directly, right? And they're running, and those were all run out of the United States. Then you have now this honeypot thing up in was yeah, it DC here. or Boston? Actually, I got that um lined up right here. Okay, and it kind of falls right into what we're talking about here. So it does a high end sex ring in Boston and DC areas was a honeypot scheme by Russia, China, South Korea, and even Israel to ensnare U.S. official intelligence experts. Believe you know, right. so this falls into uh, um, what's his name, Gasex, the uh. The Congressman Gassy. Um, Swalwell. Swalwell, thank you. <laughs> you knew who Farts. I was talking about. Oh, yeah, I did. Fart smell. <laughs> I got he's, he's he. I want to put him at the top of the uh, the uh, study for human methane emissions. Yeah. 
I want him in that study. Since we're going to do cows, we might as well do people too. And apparently he needs to be at the top of the list. Right there with booty gig. <laughs> booty gig. Booty gig. I got out. This is so funny. We, we were talking geez. about a. Uh, we were talking about Biden's next peach. We, Weisman says, uh, let's get ready to mumble. I'm going to get sued for that. I'm going to get sued for that. <laughs> That's all right. You know, you can't, you can't be sued for the truth. Okay. That's not slander when it's actual, when it's actually the truth. Although Donald J. Trump will probably take issue with that. Cause he's being sued for the truth too. Look at Giuliani. Lawfare is lawfare. But um, I tell you what, though, think about this. When where we were back in 17 and 18, and here we are five years, six, in some cases, down the road. And look at where we are, man. We're not, we, we don't, most of us, most of the country in the United States, and I'm sure those of you abroad and those in Canada are well aware that you the, the majority of the people in your countries are the same way as we are. We're aware of it and we don't have to have this new knee jerk reaction to uh, things. We're a little more reasoned because we're a little, we're a whole lot more seasoned. And we've been through those uh, <laughs> information firefights for so long. Now you're just kind of an old hat and you look at the new people as boots coming, coming in and you're like, man, just calm down calm down all the way yeah we got time we don't have time but we got time to assess and be reasoned and then we can begin to you know disseminate the information we want to because you know you see it on twitter or, or x x formerly known as the twitter I'll, it'll always there. be twitter to me it'll be uh it'll always be that way. myanmar it'll be uh <laughs> constantinople That's right. and uh and twitter <laughs> that's right and, uh, you know, they just, everybody's trying to get all it out there because they want to, and some of that, you know, it's interesting. And I know that we're, I guess we're on the right side of Twitter, not the left side, but you still see some of the same psychology take at play, uh, even over there. Yeah. And you have a lot of influencers, you have a lot of people who are trying to be, you know, whatever. You know, I think what separates us to a degree, to a large degree, and I'm not I'm not going to question their salvation or whether they you know they have a relationship with Jesus, but for us, it's not about any of that. It's just about how many people we can wake up to God and a relationship with Christ while using all of these things that are happening around the world and happening here in the United States um, as as avenues and as tools to be able to do that. We can show them the the weakness, but I think uh, Duncan obviously, when people get mad, they're not mad at you. They're really mad at themselves. They're pissed. They know they've been lied to. They know that um, the math doesn't add up, and so they're just in such internal conflict with themselves. They don't know what to do. Yeah. Plus, you have if you're not filled with the Holy Spirit, you're filled with something else and obviously that something else is not good if it's not the holy spirit so that's who and what you're really dealing or what we're really dealing with there and we watch it real sometimes we watch it real time um like i told scott this morning you know uh i think we were talking about the trans thing in the army 
all that is is a target rich environment it 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 shows you it shows us who it is we actually need to be talking to now we may make fun of them we may mock them especially the hardcore believers in that in in that ideology but in the end that's whose souls really need to be saved yeah and it gets us out of our own echo chamber too it does and and that's one thing too is that we're you know we're big on as we talk about this is uh you know when everybody moved over to true social um a great example you know they can move right into an echo chamber so mm-hmm. basically everybody that you are now reaching out to is on the same side as you are so you're not right. waking up anybody that's one of the reasons that i never left um twitter and some of these other ones is because you know it we're not we're, we don't want to be in that echo chamber and it's the same thing is that you know where did Jesus go when he was trying to help people? Did he go to church? Because I don't remember reading about too many times of him visiting a church. And when I did read those things, he was flipping tables and he whipping was flipping whips. tables there. You know, <laughs> but he was hanging out with the prostitutes. He was hanging out with the thieves. He was literally hanging out with the people that needed Jesus. Um, like we need to be hanging out with the people that need Jesus. And if we don't, all we're doing is throwing life rafts and life vests. To people who are already in the boat. Yes, exactly. Yeah, well said. Conley and his analogies, man. You're welcome. You, you're always <laughs> you're always there for us. You know, see, the problem right now is that normal human beings are not capable of understanding the level of evil that we're dealing with in this world. Right, and right. and I say that often, even to some of the the anons that have been around there's doing this forever. And it's like you guys don't have a clue. You know, you're more you're more awake than other people are. But trust me, there's going to be a point. That's like a Christian coming up and saying, I'm perfect and I'm sinless. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, you're not sinless because you just lied to me, <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> that's right. You know, but but that's the way that, to mock God. Yeah, exactly. Way to mock God. But that's the thing is that we don't know. And we have no look. If you understand how evil evil can be, that means that you're capable of that same evil yourself because you got a brain for an understanding of it. We yeah. we're gonna be blown away. We're gonna be shocked, and that's why you know when people bring up certain topics, you know, um, I'll engage in these conversations. I love talking about stuff, um, but I'll never argue about a topic, especially if it's something I can't prove. Now, you know, I'll argue two plus two equals four all day long, you know, mm-hmm. because that's something that I can prove. Um, but I'm not going to argue global earth. I'm not going to argue flat earth. I'm not going to argue what's Jesus's real name. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, there's a certain things that I will not argue about. Um, only because all it's doing is, is, you know, creating division more than anything. And like I said, is until I can hop up in my juke and fly to outer space, I can't prove this kind of stuff. Or if I have enough money to hop in an airplane and keep on going until I either get back to where I was or I crash into a, a wall, an ice wall, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, but th- that's the reason I don't argue. Now, I love these conversations. Absolutely right, do. Right. Um, but the thing is, though, is that these anons, even though we, we see, we've had a glimpse into the darkness. We've had a glimpse into um, some of the tyranny that's around this world. But we don't understand. You know, we're, we still may find out that there's lizard demons living under our feet right now. You know, mm-hmm. we, we may find out that one day we walk outside and we're going to need that lemming closet that I joke about because there's zombies out in the front yard. Um, I mean, I joke, but, um, you know, we don't know what we're walking into. And that's the thing, though, is that the devil's devious. You know, so if you think you've got a clue, 
you probably really don't. No, you probably don't. And and that's I think that's a good place to be. It's not that you, it's not that one's ignorant or unaware, but uh, a place of humbleness is a is a definitely a place to be. And um, I think it makes one think better um, and assess things better. You don't get out over your skis because you're the smart guy in the room. Yeah. And um, it's just a, it's just a more even killed place. And when everything is in it and stuff's hitting the fan, I think, I think we're in that. I think we're in part of it. I think we've got a little Brown stuff hitting it and uh, more of it's going to hit. And so it's going to require, God's going to require us to, to be those people of reason. Mm-hmm. We're already beacons of light as it is. I know that a lot of you have already experienced people just coming up to you. Or if you smile at them or, or uh, say hi or, or whatever, um, they respond to that. <clears throat> and most people are, have been purposely isolated through all of the different tactics that we've watched occur, especially over the last three years. So, um, not, not getting too stupid, uh, with, with the information and not staying within your own little shell. Yeah. You know, there's a reason why God told Peter to get out of the boat. Yes. Show me some faith. Yeah. You trust in Uh, me, you know, mm -hmm. as far as conversations go, you know, I'm the the only, the only subject that I will walk in jump in the deep end with is scriptural topics. All right. I've got no problem with that because, you know, like Jeff says, we're running out of time. We don't know Mm -hmm. when Christ is coming back, but so you better find that relationship with him now. So, you know, I will jump right into that. Be like, you guys need to read the gospel and you should probably read revelation. So you understand why you need to read the gospel. You know what I'm saying? Like I will go Mm -hmm. head first into that topic, but you know, everything else, like on the, on the conspiracy level that we call, even that we know is the truth, we have to walk a delicate walk with this, you know, like, you know, people aren't ready to find out that we're still sacrificing babies and they eat them. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't, you don't start a conversation with a newbie with that, you know, you start off with like, you know, understand that child trafficking is real. That's where you start. You don't start into, oh yeah, and they sacrifice and eat kids. Like, you know what I'm saying? So a lot of it, because all you're going to do is is chase that person away and then they're right. going to really put up a, a roadblock in front of them. Like, I don't want to hear anything else you've got to say. Um, when it comes to Christ and salvation, you could not care what I have to say all you want to. I'm doing you the biggest favor of your life, you know? Right. And you still do it. You still do it in a different way. You, 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 we don't have to come at people in you know the old southern baptist fire brimstone type way where god is just angry and upset with you and if you don't do what he says you're going to hell that is a or or the you know repent or die signs that you see out on venice beach or elsewhere and in every new york movie (laughs) yes yes exactly we don't have to do it that way god did not christ did not do it that no you know um go ahead msm liars brings up something and the way one of the things that christ did he says questions work best questions are not um they're not pushy questions are just basically you're allowing that other person to answer you're not forcing 
beliefs and information onto them. And I found that to be my most successful um, waking up people process on uh, Twitter mm -hmm. is I ended up, I've got um, a couple of different pages where I go by a different name and everything on there is, you know, my bio is very liberal. Um, and the reason I did that is so I can jump into liberal conversations and start asking questions like, you know, I didn't even think about this stuff before, but now I'm wondering and I'll ask a question. So rather than trying to push them into maybe listening to the possibilities of what's happening in this world, all I do is jump in there as an inquisitive liberal who's starting to question my beliefs and ask simple questions. And then you're not threatening. And often you get in the conversation rather than them finding out you're a Trump supporter or a conservative. That ends the conversation immediately. Right. You know, questions are they're non-threatening. And that, that is one of the best ways, I think, you know, literally to approach anybody on anything. I think you I think it, it it's it's uh, even more than the non-threatening part. I think what it does no different than what we all experienced or most people experienced during that that uh that entity that was posting on the boards it was in the socratic method that a lot of that information was being disseminated whether it was correct or not is still kind of up for debate but what it did was is it, and 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 they would make comments q would make comments about critical thinking and so when we approach people like you're talking about using questions it's not that we want to try to shove it down their throat. We want them. You can put a plate of food in front of somebody and shove it down their throat. and They're not going to like it. They're going to push back. Or you can explain to them what it is, how you made it and let them try it. Yes. And you begin to think they begin to think, which is what God wants them to do anyway. He gave them free will. Now they get to choose. You can't force them. We would like everybody to be saved. We would all go out there and just start pounding it into people and throat punching people with the Bible and going, here, take this. You're saved now. But that's not how it works. It's not. You know, it's not. Like, what, what's the old saying? You can lead AOC to water, but you can't force it to drink. Is that <laughs> You can't force her to make a drink? Is that what you said? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> but that's, look at, look at the, all the red letter stuff. Is it is, is predominantly predominantly Christ talking that way? He'll get into parables, which are metaphors. He'll get into or stories too. He'll get into uh, he'd mainly ask questions, and and as frustrating as that can be for us when we ask a question and someone asks a question in return, like that's not an answer. But he would want them. He would use that to trap them, the Sadducees, that way. But he would he would ask questions himself. Yes. And there's so and it and it's so better receptive. What do you think? Not why do you think that way? That's stupid. That's obviously not gonna work. No. The other thing that you brought up that was interesting is that hey, let me show you this Bible. You need to read it. Well, we also have to be well versed, and it's one thing to be well versed. And be able to go, this is where this is what it says in First John, you know, 1 4, or <clears throat> Hebrews 4 10, or Ephesians uh, 6 10. We're talking about the full armor of God. It is a completely different thing 
to be able to explain what that is. But then you can ask them, what do you think about that? What is your thought on whatever it is that you're showing them? God's going to push you in the direction of having to know his word better. I can tell you personally, he's doing that with me. And I don't like saying a lot of personal stuff, but that's, I'm just telling you, he's, he's pushing me in that direction so that I can be able to show them, Hey, look at this and direct them a little bit better. But at the same time, he's also requiring me to actually live what it is that I'm showing other people. You can know the, you can know the manual on how to shoot a weapon and you can explain it to somebody. But if you've never shot the weapon, mm-hmm. you really don't know what it is that you're teaching someone else. Exactly. You know, like true Patriots said, you know, you know I'm going to start lining up a bunch of uh, powder blue targets. Um, but we got to remember is that the powder blue targets we're going to be aiming at eventually move. Yes, which means that you need to know how to move. Exactly. We need to know how to move, too. Mm-hmm. But we have to do that spiritually as well. Now, yeah, 100%. Because, think about this, kids. If you're not filled with the Holy Spirit, you are filled with, they are filled with something else. And that is obviously from Satan. And if that's who you're doing battle with, not even if, but that is who you're doing battle with, you had better be prepared because you may not be talking to Tommy Two Tongues right there in front of you. You may be talking to the demon that is using him, and you don't think the demon knows what he's talking about? Yeah. And the thing is, is the demon and the devil, they're going to weigh you down. God's light. You know what I'm saying? God's mm-hmm. He's the Holy Spirit. You know, God's like heal him. You just move around lightly. The devil weighs you down. The devil is led. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's the thing right now is that we're having to make that choice. We're, we're literally watching what they, you know, what I always say about the, the wheat and the chaff being separated. We're, we're watching this happen right now. And, right. but I'm also watching, you know, Christians become stronger. I'm seeing quick Christians that are battling with their faith. Um, you know, but this is ultimately what ends up making it strong. And, and we can't be like, partially ready to go into this battle that we're heading into we've <laughs> got to be like fully ready and that's you know like you said the we say before the the spiritual armor you know wearing god's armor um you know understanding scripture understanding the gospel the importance understanding what our mission is um understanding how to listen to god uh which is you know difficult sometimes because everything seems to be whispering in your ears right now you know that prayer for discernment is becoming a more and more important every single day because yep. just like with this release of information today with the Epstein list, there's already misinformation just all bundled up with it, you know? So um, things are going to be rough. And in 2024, like I said, it's going to be a crazy year. There's no getting around. This isn't a guessing game. I'm not playing Nostradamus right now. You know what I'm saying? This isn't a quatrain. We know it's going to get rough because literally this is a battle for our country, a battle for the world. Yes. In, in, in that regard. It is a battle for the country. It is a battle for the soul of the country. And you get to determine, not you, but you listening, get to determine what level, <clears throat> what level of action and activity you're going to participate in. And I can promise you, 
that God is not going to want you to just half-ass and throw 50% in, or even 99%. He's going to want you 100% in. Yeah. And what you were just saying is so correct about being prepared, being prepared physically, being prepared emotionally, but primarily being prepared spiritually. Because, again, we are not fighting flesh and principalities here. Yeah. We are to a degree for sure. Technically and legally, yes, we are. But they are vessels. They are their own weapon systems that Satan is using to battle you along with a bunch of other things, your thoughts, your feelings. You got other people who are, you know, yip, 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 whatever. That's what you're battling. That is one of the neat things that I think that you kind of stay on point with and reminding people is that the, the realness of spiritual warfare, the spirituality of warfare, and put it that way, the spirituality of warfare, you are fighting somebody real, mm-hmm. not just these uh, things that I think sometimes we may take as a one-off or just kind of a cliche thing, demons and spirits and Satan and all that kind of stuff. But when you get to that point in your in your heart and you get to that point in your mind when you fully understand no different if if a if a man was in standing in front of you and punching you in your face and it hurt when you get to the point of realization that that is actually what is going on and who you're fighting the things will change for you things will change for you you have to though be you have to be ready you have to be clean you have to be kind of cleansed You need to do your own personal assessment and take an inventory of the things that you do need to repent for to God. And then the strongholds that you may only know yourself, but you need to get them out. Satan is is using those to keep you trapped. Yes. And as as you verbally, audibly, openly, publicly... Whatever it is, if you, I mean, I use the AA uh, uh, system as an analogy quite a bit because in later on in the steps, I think it's eight, you actually have to go make your amends to those people that you hurt, harmed, or caused distress to. Now, you have zero control over their actions and how they're going to respond, but you have to go ask for forgiveness. Now, that's biblically accurate. Do we have to repent to God? Yes. Do we have to ask for his forgiveness? Yes. And then he also tells us that we have to go do the same to others. Yeah. If they, how how they respond is is how they're going to respond. You're staying in uh, obedience to what God is telling you to do. That's freeing. It's daunting at first. You're like, oh, crap. I don't know how they're going to respond to that. It doesn't matter. If it's in the way that of, of, of acceptance and love and go, man, thank you for that. And then your relationship blossoms or your relationships blossom, all the better. There's healing. And then God's going to use that too. But as, as you do that, it is about you getting further away from that sin and being freer and being lighter 
And now you're able to operate a whole lot better without the weight that you were talking about earlier. Exactly. You know, that Satan applies to you. hundred percent. You know, Matt and Heather says, you know, peacemakers. And, and I, I always want to stress the, the peacemakers part of that. God didn't say peacekeepers. He said peacemakers. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's a huge difference in that. We're, you know, we want to keep the peace, but we're at the point where we've got to make the peace because the devil's trying to do everything and to create carnage, disarray, chaos. And, and we're watching this happen, like right in front, in front of us. It's not ultimately us. It's Jesus working through us is going to end up creating this peace. But, you know, at the very least, we've got real enemies out there. You know, right. let's, the, you know, the, let's talk about, you know, demons and Satan and all those things that you were just referring to. Um, but we've also, you know, got the devil battling in our lives, having us battle with one another, um, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm, I'm not even talking about, you know, like citizens, like liberals versus conservatives, but even the conservatives versus conservatives, like right now, this, the, the bickering between the quote, Trump supporters and DeSantis supporters is worse in some ways than the liberals <laughs> were against the conservatives. Horrible. Yeah, it's it's terrible. Horrible. Um, but yeah, they they as long as they have the pawns fighting one another, then we're not yep. battling the knights. We're not battling the queens. We're not battling the kings. And right. ultimately, this is who we need to fight. You know. So speaking of kings, have you heard that uh, King Charles is going to be stepping down? No. Yeah. Um, okay. So this is interesting. So I went and d did a little dig into this today. So, okay. Um, there was a Dutch, a Dutch queen that literally just, uh, handed over her, um, monarchy to the younger group. And now it's looking like King Charles may follow the Danish queen lead and pass the crown down to William. Whoa. So I'm wondering if this, um, all falls into, you know, this Epstein thing coming out with his connections to uh, Prince, you know, um, to Prince Andrew. Andrew. Um, yeah. but then it also goes down, you know, and I always go back to the Q thing. Um, checkmate King, do you attack the king at the beginning or the end of the game? Important right. king control pieces. Um, so it's interesting that this is going down, but then as I was looking into this to verify this, I ended up coming across a Nostradamus quatrain that literally said um, around the year 2024 that there would end up being a young king named Harry. So that's where it gets even weirder is because the, the crown would be passed down to William and Kate. Right. So um, interesting that Nostradamus would say Harry. Um, my mom was like, well, how... You know how accurate has he been i'm like well i mean you know a broken clock's right twice a day um sure. you know so he's he has hit the nail on the head at some point but how did he know that there would even be a royal name harry back whenever nostradamus was writing these quatrains you got me i but, don't know Man, yeah. and, and look william doesn't have that much hair no he doesn't william maybe maybe kate doesn't shave her armpits i don't know i don't know that for a fact but who knows? I, I don't know, man. I've heard she was a dude. I'm pretty sure Prince Harry's wife is a dude. Oh, yeah. That that one's kind of, she's just kind of gross. Isn't she? You talk about somebody that has just destroyed. No, I'm not saying that the royal family or anybody that, that I'm, I'm not saying we need kings and queens. 
but totally led her dude off the path supposedly that he was on which is you know prince harry and here she comes in and just starts wrecking everything she's a wrecker you know totally different than andrew's wife you know sarah ferguson yeah who obviously <laughs> dealt with a lot with her husband but she was still part of the system, still part of the Royals. That Meghan Markle chick <clears throat> in no way. Uh, <laughs> what are they banned? They're not even allowed to be. No, they, they've been ex- at, the, at the home or ex- the castle he was supposed to have. What they say in the excommunicado. <laughs> yeah, John Wick. Yeah, John Wick. Yeah. They've been getting the boot. Excommunicado. That's you, what they did. Yeah. You know, so. Um, Real quick, who was it? It was, uh, I think it was Mary All In asking her, didn't she have babies? There was literally a video, and it wasn't a photo. This was a video that was well before AI was out as far as we knew. And she was walking down the road, and her baby belly slipped down um, into her dress. So you, they literally caught this on video with her trying to pull that belly back up. And as far as I know, um, baby bellies, real baby bellies don't like, fall down below the dress line <laughs> big mike could tell you that's a fact yeah exactly and, and they're good about this you know because they they will avoid the limelight and then they'll pop it every now and then with uh prosthetic bellies or whatever um but i remember seeing that video and i analyzed that thing over and over again i was like whoa boy did she just get get caught you know the same you know <laughs> <laughs> but it's the same that's thing it. with john legend's wife oh, chrissy teigen sh- He's such a skank. Yeah, he is a skank. So she, he, 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 he. <laughs> she's, she's a dude. I hate this, man. I remember life was so much easier when I just assumed yes. that a girl was a girl and a guy was a guy. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, I feel terrible for anybody right now that, that doesn't have a way to meet um, a man or a woman where they live. So they are forced to go to dating sites. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like everyone you're flipping on, you're like, I wonder if that's a dude. I, I wonder, wonder if that's, that's a dude. dude. I wonder if that's a dude. It's got to be a dude. You know what? We can thank the kinks for that. Yeah. Yep. The kinks with Lola. Yeah, exactly. And then the crying game. And the crying game. Yes. Yep. You I talk w- about people throwing up in their mouths. Boy, that was a movie that I wish that I could take back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, can't unsee that one. I'm like, cool, a new independent film. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm like, I cannot wash my brain enough. Mimo, don't watch it. <laughs> Mimo says, I never saw it. I would recommend not seeing it because yes, I'm going to be honest with you. You, can, you no. can't unsee it. <laughs> Just listen to the kink song, Lola. Yeah, there exactly. I know I go back and listen to a lot of music now. Um, I was saying the other night we were talking about how eyes and ears are a portal and, and music, mm-hmm. you know, and, and mm-hmm. its influence on us. And man, one of my favorite bands growing up, man, was Danny Elfman. Oingo Boingo. Um, yep. Danny Elfman is like, as far as a musician goes, probably one of the most brilliant musicians ever to face this earth because there's not an instrument that he can't play. Even mm-hmm. Oingo Boingo was like a full band. It wasn't just a guitar, a bass, and some drums. Like it was like horns and pipes and you name it. Um, yeah. But now I go back and I can't listen to it at all anymore because now I, I listen to the words. It's amazing how many times you'll sing a song, but you never stop and think about 
what you're singing what you're singing yeah we, yes, we talked to the deception yeah it. you know and then the frequencies which mary discussed texas deplorable brings up right here as well um you know we we were talking last night about uh bohemian rhapsody like yes dude, we've all sang that thanks to uh to um wayne's world when it came out and they were all singing in the car we all know the lyrics we all sing it but how many of us ever thought about what we were singing you know well, I didn't, we were, mm-hmm. like bismillah which is like in the name of god allah i mean like <laughs> yes yes i mean he was a, he was persian Freddie yeah, mercury was exactly you know i'm like jay Wu. i usually make up lyrics to the songs i can look i can hear um a, i can hear a song one time and i'll hear a, a, a group of drum beats bump 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 and i can tell you exactly how many times that stick hit the drum instantaneously right. But I'll listen to a song a thousand times and never remember the words. Oh my gosh. And I think it all happens with Elton John songs. Yeah. Hold me closer, tiny Lancer. <laughs> I thought he was singing about a tiny, you know, a tiny Mitsubishi car. Yep. Apparently not, man. No. You know, it's the same thing. You guys may not know this, but the song that I start my show with every single night, I wrote that song. I made that song and I still don't know the lyrics to it. I wrote it. <laughs> I think I've been on 300 plus shows and I don't know the words to it. Although, but that's because when you would put me on mute, I just make up my own. Yeah, exactly. That's, and I've got, <laughs> I don't get offended by it. People are like, I'm so sorry. I haven't remembered the words of your song yet. And I say, neither have I. And I neither wrote have it. I. And I wrote it. <laughs> what kind of songwriter are you? Yeah. God, you suck. I'm a, I'm a great songwriter. I'm a terrible song memor- remember uh, I'm a mem- memorizer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know my own stuff, dude. So I think some of that just comes with age. I think I'll he does 55 too. Then. I'll be 55 the end of this month, and I can't even remember what my show was about last night. No, that's what I'm saying. What was my show like? <laughs> you know, dude, go back to what Jay Wu said about making up lyrics. You know, here's the thing. Um, we're all Weird Al Yankovic's at heart. I think about how many songs I've made better with lyrics that I'm singing, you know? Yes. Yes, I totally agree. <laughs> I can feel it in his hair tonight. Yeah. No, that's in the air tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I literally wanted to try that, the, uh, the, the drum beat that, that pops into that song. Like VK yes. a while back said, if you start the song at this time right before New Year's, at it, like... Two minutes and four seconds. When midnight comes around, it'll bitterly go right into put on, put on, put on, put on. Oh, put on, his, pump, his drum solo. <laughs> yeah, yes, totally. yes. I've seen that, and uh, somebody did one, uh, did that with uh, Freebird. Nice. And they, you had to play it at a certain time, and then you'd hear the the, the guitar solo. Oh, that's I awesome. tell you what, God did not give me. God did not give me that gift. I would like to learn how to play. I now, like I told you, I just told you my age. I don't now. I just look at it and go, no, I used to, when I was younger and, you know, tried, but you didn't have the diligence to stick with it. But it is just amazing to me that how people can, you know, play the piano the way that they do or play an instrument. That is not a gift and talent I have, but at the same time, I guess in a small way, you know, when we talk and you and I talk, we don't plan any of this stuff. You got to think of it on the fly. And then when you're doing your show, you've got to multitask. So there's that. It's very similar, but different. You I know, don't know. Musicians we, are just 
and just, artists, people that can look at a blank uh, canvas and then just start drawing stuff or painting, you know, and then 10 minutes later, you're like, holy cow, I watched some guy down in a video of a guy in Cabo who makes these seascapes on these little four by five canvas things, you know, pay, he charges you 10 bucks. And he just whips it out. And you think he's done. And he goes, no. I said no in Spanish, okay, because it's Cabo. <laughs> and and, he, and he's just, you know, he's doing his thing. And it's just incredible to me. It, people, despite what we, you know, you talk about on your show and what I talk about on my show, people are amazing. People are amazing. I think we need to highlight more of that. And and the people who listen to to the shows you know many of them i know many of them that the talents that they have is just it's just incredible it's it, incredible it is it's incredible what god did it, it it absolutely is you know and if you ever want to play an instrument all you have to do is just move to kentucky and pick up a banjo you're white man you should be able to automatically play this thing you ever <sighs> seen the south park episode where cartman was trying to start the christian band <laughs> Yes. And uh, and they needed a bass player, so they went to Tolkien, like the only black kid in town, and handed him the bass. He's like, I don't know how to play bass. And Cartman's like, dude, you're black. Of course you do. And then he I picks mean, it up and right. starts jamming out. He goes, oh, damn. You have one in your basement. He's <laughs> like, no, I don't. Go down to your basement. You got a bass down there. My, I, 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 I just still don't think if I moved to Kentucky, I could play. My sister has been dead for now 16, 16 years. I don't have a way to marry her, so there's no way I could play a banjo. Yeah, well, <laughs> I know, man. What a bummer. Well, you yeah. still got goats and sheep here, man. So you can like, you know, just. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. That's Scotland. I'm sorry. I, I'm um... sorry. I was going to say Scotland or <laughs> Afghanistan. I didn't know you had the Middle East going on over there. That means no. I know. I have a shirt that says that. Literally has a sheep on it. It says that means no. <laughs> that's the great thing about the scottish man you can pick on them all day long and they're just gonna laugh with you and come up with a better joke <laughs> that's the way it's supposed to be i know nobody can make fun of a scot better than a scot yes but look how many people who are offended when all they need to do is just use their brain and try to reoffend in a different way in a lighthearted way exactly man because i will pick on myself all day because then you can't get mad at it yes yeah, self-deprecation humor is the best yeah you're attacking yourself and somebody even made a joke and then i'm offended by myself and then somebody will be out there will end up being offended by it anyways they will because they're trying to defend you which is which is the irony you know we've seen video clips of you know white karens out there <clears throat> yelling and screaming at black people because they're not offended you should be offended. Well, you're white. Shut up. Take your privilege out of here. You know, it just means that the world is still out of kilter. I, I like that, man. Off kilter, but um, bump. <laughs> off kilter. What? You got to go to the bathroom. That would be my name of my band. It would be <laughs> Off Kilter Christian. It's nothing but banjos. Exactly. It's all banjos and bagpipes. Banjos man. and bagpipes. You got to have bagpipes. <laughs> You know, um, real quick, uh, happy birthday to Punky Pewster. Um, yeah. Always a blessing. Happy, happy, happy birthday. I'm not going to sing because I love you. Um, yes. Good. <laughs> and I don't want you to hate me. 
Uh, <laughs> that would be awesome. He's like, man, I thought she's like, I thought you liked me. And then you go sing happy birthday. And it was the most horrific thing I've ever heard. Oh, it's not until Monday state you live in. She's going to, she'll take her flamethrower to you. Yeah. I know. I'm worried about that. Matter of fact, Thank- that may fix the problem that Matt and Heather are having. Matt needs a pipe stretcher. So what we need is Punky to come down, heat up the center <laughs> of the pipe. Stretcher. Matt, you, you get on one side, I'll get on the other side and we'll just pull. Um, Punky can stay in the center and heat up the middle. That that may that may fix that problem. <laughs> like needing to kind of stretch the two by four. I know I'm gonna be first person I'm gonna be calling like uh Punky, we've got a zombie problem. Um you mind coming over? Like hopefully those guys are living here soon enough. We got a, a big group um of people in here that are gonna be working their way over to Kentucky at some point as well. So that's pretty awesome. Cajun guy that I know. Um Went over to his house a couple of weeks ago, showed me his flamethrower that he got in the mail. It doesn't last very long. The 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 uh, tank isn't that big, but you know, with a little bit of ingenuity and uh, testicular fortitude, you can modify that sucker. And I've seen some. You know, everybody's seen the clips of the dudes who've been out in their driveway melting the melting the snow with what they've created. Heck yeah. It's not that hard. Now, this shows for entertainment purposes only, okay? So we're not we're not flamethrower instructors by any means. However, they're pretty cool. That's what uh you know a lot of the Democrats do. They they melt their snow with their own sense of self-satisfaction. <laughs> That's right. me, I just use rock salt. <laughs> their own there. tears. I go to the old fashioned. Well, brother. It's already 11.57, and I want to make Holy sure to, I know it flew by. Um, Dude. And we, we got to get back on, on the groove of this, man. Like, this was awesome. We, um, we needed the last. Everybody enjoys the last, man. You and I just, uh, we go back and forth together so well, man. And I, I've, I've honestly missed it. Um, I know. It's a good symbiosis in a non-gay way. Exactly. Although some people will question that. But guys. Well, this we is, pray for them. We just pray. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> this is just bro love right here. That's all it is. <laughs> um, but I definitely want to sneak a prayer in here real quick. Because for some reason, if I ever have a problem with the show being shut down, it's right either during or before I get the prayer. Are um, we at an hour and a half? We're in an hour and a half. Yeah, we're already, hours, yeah dude, we've already been Are an you hour planning on praying for th- for 30 minutes? No, no, no. It wasn't even that. It was uh, just pod beam. Like everything last night, literally, I was about, I was literally winding up to the prayer. I think I got the point of everybody, please bow. And then I just and disappeared. Just went, so um, I had trouble logging on about 30 minutes before my show. It kept giving me a bad gateway. Dude, I, I was trying to set up our show earlier, and it was doing the same uh, thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not today, Satan. Not today. Not Matter of fact, I said that. Matter of fact, when I restarted my computer, everything worked real quick, and I came back and said, not today, Satan, and ended up starting the show back to finish the prayer. Um, And then literally one of the – one a prayer I did the other night um was like – I mean, I just felt the spirit, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I didn't realize, like, I went through the prayer. I finished the show. I did my outro video or my outro music. Um, I did my outro. And then I was like, why is nobody talking to me? <laughs> and then I realized, like, I literally spent the last 15 minutes spending a show that nobody was here to yourself. <laughs> I'm like, well, at least God was here. <laughs> he listened to the prayer. Is great. Why is nobody talking back to me? Because I'm, I'm like, man, I usually get an amen or something. Did the rapture <laughs> happen? 
I know. I'm still I know. Here. And I'm still here. Oh, man. Oh, crap. Everyone's God. gone. Kit, Kit Kat's all up in the heaven. Got raptured. Nemo. Tucked to the deplorable. Matt and Head. Everybody else here. Tammy. Sarah. And then Even Selwyn's gone. And Selwyn. Selwyn's gone. And here Selwyn's I am sitting gone. in here, you know, praying and didn't realize everybody just disappeared. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you were just sitting in your room being one of those people on the street just talking to themselves. I know. You, you ever, I will man weep at that point. I'll be like, oh man. <laughs> womp, womp. So now you guys know that you, he needs that affirmation from you. When he gets done, <laughs> say amen or something. If you're funny enough, you'd type or something. But just let him know you're still here. Or let him know that you're about to leave because God's picking you up. I know right, Matt and Hev will do that. Be like, Amen or something. See, like just that. I know. He <laughs> amen That's or what made me think of that. Or something. Or something. Conley said we could do that. <laughs> well, that's okay. At least I know everybody's still here. So yeah. we'll we'll go ahead and uh, get into our prayer. Let's pray now. Let's pray now leave. before they shut us off. So everybody, please bow your heads. Heavenly Father, thank you again for another beautiful day, dear Lord. We see. Uh, sense of of exposure of the darkness being having the light shined on it we know that you're behind this dear lord so we know that you're going to ultimately bring justice to these people even if we don't hear on this earth but let people realize what's happening in this world let them start to begin to see this evil because it all the change all begins with us and dear lord we're doing this for you you're doing it through us and, and i thank you for choosing us to be here at this time to where we can serve you dear lord a lot of us feel like we need to be serving you in different ways than we are we just get confused. Our mind gets chaotic and jumbled with all the stuff happening in the world, all the personal issues, the trials and tribulations that we're going through, the loss of loved ones, and just everything else. So, Father, clear up our heads. Allow us to focus and allow us to see again. Give us a discernment, the strength, and the wisdom and the courage that we're going to need as we walk into these chaotic times. Because, Father, I know there's not a place that we go that you're not with us right by our side. So, dear Lord, let us stand strong. Let us do everything that we can to spread that gospel from nation to nation and never stop there even, dear Lord. Let us do everything in our lives where you were involved in it. You were at the beginning of our day, the middle of the day, and the end of our day. If we think we've prayed enough during the day, let us pray more, Father. I find myself sometimes in the middle of something and realize I'm in the middle of prayer. And that's the beauty and the love that you bring into our lives is sometimes we just, it's its like a, a muscle memory mechanism now deal we just find ourselves praying and this is this is where we want to be so father continue to bless us with everything that we need continue to heal those that need the healing answer all those prayers of people that are reaching out to you whether in financial problems or anything dear lord and those of us that are in a place to help another not necessarily financial but in any way that we can dear lord let us step up let us let them know that it's never a, an imposition or a hindrance when somebody needs what we can offer, dear Lord, because you are the ones that bless us with the skills that we have in order to help people. So I thank you for that. I thank you for all the wonderful people that you have brought into all of our lives, dear Lord, and we're getting stronger and stronger every day. But dear Lord, the devil is coming in and trying to create all kinds of mischief and division and deception, even amongst us Christians, dear Lord. So let us be able to see through that. Let us rebuke the devil in the name of the Lord to keep him out of our lives. And Father, continue to remove the evil and the temptation from our lives, dear Lord, because the closer we get to you, the more we serve you, the more we do work for you, the more the devil's going to come after us, which is an honor in its own sense, dear Lord, because that means we're over a target. We're over the target that we need to be on, and that is spreading the word. 
that is leading people down that narrow path so that they may have in their lives what we have in our lives. But dear Lord, don't let us think that our mission's over, even with ourselves. Let us work harder every single day to become better people, to become more righteous people, to become more Christ-like. Let us never judge others, dear Lord. Let us never, ever forget where we came from in our lives, dear Lord. Let the testimonies of our life be what changes someone else's lives. Let us never shy away or be embarrassed of what we may have been at one point in time in our lives because you even loved us during those worst times. So, dear Lord, let us be there for others during their worst times. Let us never forget, dear Lord, that sometimes even the best of us will stumble on that path and just go off track temporarily. Let us remember that we've done that ourselves, dear Lord, and we would have just hated if people had turned their backs on us. So don't let us turn our backs on them either. Let us be here with love, with open arms, and guide them right back because one day we're going to need that from them. Every one of us stumbles, dear Lord. Every one of us falls on our face, even walking down that narrow path. But you have blessed us all with a unity and a family to help each other out during these times. At the very least, pray for one another and then more. So thank you for that, Father. Let us learn to be selfless and not selfish. Let us embrace humility and let go of the ego. Father, none of us are better than the other. We are all your children. None of us are favorites. None of us are less favorites. Dear Lord, you love us all the same. And we must love each other the same as well. Let us be here for each other as Christian children. And let us build this army more and more. Never forgetting to even pray for our enemies. Because just like Paul, Nebuchadnezzar, many other examples in the Bible, you can take some of the most questionable people and end up making them change the heart of others. End up making them some of your greatest warriors. Spreading that gospel further than others, dear Lord. This isn't a competition. This is a mission that we are all on. If I complete my mission, that means others complete theirs, dear Lord. We are here together to be with one another, to help each other out, to take a bullet from one another if that's what it takes, Father, and to hand our lives over on that battlefield if that's what it takes. There's no greater honor than to give in our lives serving you, dear Lord, because you gave our lives or your life so that we had that chance in heaven. We had that chance at salvation. And I thank you with all of my heart, dear Lord, for everything that you've done. Thank you for having this wonderful show tonight with Conley where we can talk about scripture, we can talk about the news and still be able to laugh, Father, because that's one of the beautiful things that you gave us was joy, love, and laughter. So while the devil's trying to throw fear, hate, angst, and all these negative things into our lives, let's embrace what you give us and at the very least be able to laugh. In your name, Father, we love you with all of our hearts. In Jesus Christ's name and our Heavenly Father's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Right on, right that on, wasn't, right that, on. That wasn't a 30-minute prayer, John. <laughs> He's like, well, we, we don't know. And I'm like, I know. That's a good point. Sometimes I'll just carry on. <laughs> Still have to like pee. Like 30 minutes later, exactly. Kind <laughs> of take the dog out. Exactly. <laughs> well, brother Conley, man, it was amazing having you back on. Um, like I said, you anytime you're up to it, I know you, you've been through a lot this past year. <laughs> um, and you yeah. have to go through it with the new anniversaries every year. And, you know, you're just a strong person. I love and respect you. you. Um, you know, you, that's one thing about you, man, is even on, on the day where you're having your worst day personally, you wouldn't, you never put that on the other people. You, you're right mm -hmm. there helping them out when you need the help yourself, man. And that just, it says a lot, man. As, uh, as um, Tammy always says, you know, you, you've got the heart similar to Jennifer, to Echoes. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and to yeah. me, that's a heck of a compliment. You know, when someone's like, you're like Jeff or like Jennifer, because I mean, they're just, 
sweet, loving, kind souls. You know what I'm saying? And, you. and you are the same, man. You've got a pure heart. So I'm still cash app and you more money. <laughs> oh, look at that, man. That, don't, don't worry. That was on me. Those are on me. <laughs> That's good stuff. Thank you. Thank you, bro. Thank but, you. But I love you, man. Fun. And like I said, you're continually in our prayers because, like I said, you're still going through so much. Um, you know, well, I'm not even going to get into it because we all have our little personal things, but we're here for you. We love you, man. We're praying for you. And anything that you ever need, dude, you know, you can reach out and we got your, mm -hmm. we have your six. Yeah, it's a neat deal. It's a neat deal about this family. And it honestly, um, it all began Saturday night. Saturday afternoon, Saturday evening, um, Saturday evening. And it's continued that way. God had me with my family um, that Saturday evening. And he's had me with my family ever since. Yeah. And that's all of you. It's all of you. It's you too, for sure. But he's had me, uh, <clears throat> he's had me with, with my family. And um, honestly, I have, there's not a day that, that doesn't go by and it's not just when I do my show, but it's, it's every, every time during the day, different times during the day. I thank him for that. Um, I thank him for that. It's, <clears throat> you know, sometimes I'll be honest with you, a struggle like, uh, most everybody kind of does with that kind of stuff that, um, you know, am, am I too happy? Am I too, uh, things going too well, you know, is that a, being disrespectful am i forgetting him and actually um i'm not he gets honored and so god showed me that that's okay and he's and he's showed me that kind of early and uh that a lot of it is a credit to to all the people here um yeah it, it really is and uh there have been times when uh these you guys have actually helped me a whole lot more than people um, who should be around me and haven't been, but that's just all God. And so I don't get mad. I don't get upset about it. It is man. And, and like I said, is, you know, I've been going through a lot of, uh, personal things here as well that I'll open mm -hmm. up and talk about at some point. Um, I'm not ready to talk about it publicly yet. My heart's still a little bit broken. Um, but I will discuss that with you guys soon. Um, but like I said, is people have been here for us and, and I'm just, grateful for all that um everyone's done because like i said this is the reason that god puts us all into each other's lives is to help each other through these times because someone has already experienced what we are experiencing and that's the beauty right. is they get to bring that wisdom along with them mm -hmm. and that understanding and that and that not just, and sympathy and empathy too i mean a real understanding um that's uh it's priceless but again you know um, this has been a neat season. It's been a long season. And for a lot of us, it's been a season of years. And I think it'll be a season of more years um, until God calls us home at individual times. Um, I think those relationships are well-established. It doesn't mean that there'll be some ups and downs or little things along the way. Um, the neat thing is, is that the family, I think, understands that that sounds very, that sounds almost like FDL ish or FLDS or whatever. The family, yeah, you know, we're not Mormon, we drink caffeine, <laughs> some of us have nicotine. Um, 
God's God's group of people that He's put together in this in this group, this family, um, understand that a lot of the things that come about that are out of negativity are are more about having to do with Satan's attacks uh, than anything else. Yes, there's there's a strengthening of character for all of us as individuals that God um, is doing with us daily. Those are the things that we learn. We either get to choose to be uh, accepting of, of the responsibility of having to uh, grow or we can be stagnant. That's the beauty of free will. Yes. Uh, at the same time, the beauty of having really strong friendships and strong relationships is being able to have someone who can talk to you and say, I think you may be off a little bit and, um, and not in a retarded way. I have a lot of you tell me that I'm off and you mean that I should be back on the short bus. But what I'm talking about (laughs) is we get to talk to one another in ways that it's not necessarily just a rebuking, but it is say, it is more of a, I'm going to spot you while you lift some more weight type thing. Yeah, exactly. You know, I appreciate that because, you know, I'm not, you know, I'll be the first to admit, you know, we, every day I'm a better person than I was yesterday, but we Mm -hmm. still have our faults. And I, I don't, I'm not, I don't like yes men. I don't want people to tell me what they think I want to hear. I want you Mm -hmm. to tell me what I need to hear. And, um, and I certainly appreciate that for all the people that do that. You know what I'm saying is because I'm the same way. I will speak my mind. I'll tell you the truth. Um, whether you want to hear it or not, and it's not doing it to hurt anybody. It's because sometimes we need to hear something. And, you know, yeah. and that's one thing I respect as the people that do that to me as well is um, be honest with me because I will never hold a grudge. I will never hate you. I may scratch my head and go, you know, because look, let's face it. Anytime we hear something negative about ourselves, it's a punch to the ego, you know, mm-hmm. but, you know, as children of God, we can absorb that now getting into that humble aspect and being like, okay, you know what? Maybe this is something that I need to work on. Um, and that's the beauty of it is coming together and, and just with complete honesty because honesty comes from love. You know, it's the difference between what, you know, Scott refers to as anger and righteous anger. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like God doesn't want us to walk into a battle all pissed off. He wants us to walk into a battle with that righteous anger so that we're defending the, the ones that can't defend themselves. But that's the thing though, is that it all starts at home it all starts right there with you home is the metaphor it starts in your own temple um you work on yourselves because what's the old saying is that you know how can you heal others if you can't heal yourself you know it all starts at home and that's the beauty is of, of honesty is um sometimes it's near impossible for us to see our own foibles um but some but it's easier for other people to be able to you know show you what you're missing we're going to have the, and here's the cool thing about that, to just add a little bit of salt and pepper to it. God is, it, God's going to be testing your own faith in him. So when you're presented with something, <clears throat> like most of the time, we're going to probably react in kind of a reflexive way, maybe get a little defensive. But the maturity will show that when you do it quicker, that you're like, well, this, like you just said, this is something God is trying to tell me. And he's just using this person as a way to do it. Um, 
that creates the very things that we all pray for, which is patience, strength, and courage. And we gain those things when we go through that kind of stuff. Yes. 100%. Because listen, you can't be mad at the other person to a degree, depending on how they deliver it. And we just talked about all that in the show, but you can't really be mad at them. Be mad at God. And then be mad at yourself because you were the one who prayed for all of those things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You, you never get you never get exactly what you're thinking for, but God gives you exactly what you need. Um, exactly. But he's not giving you a pill either. No, exactly. He's giving you the cure. <laughs> yes. So um, yes. real quick before we check out, um, I do have Jeez. one more quick prayer that I forgot earlier. And I'm going to thank um, MSM Liars for sending this over to me. So everybody, please quickly bow your heads. Um, and we're going to pray. So, Heavenly Father, um, I ask that you please bless our brother, uh, Spooky Mulder, who is um, going through some illness right now. His temperature has been rising over the last couple of days, and I've heard a lot of people that are getting sick and coming up with all kinds of coughs, congestion, fluid in their lungs. So, Father, um, I just ask that you lay your hand on Spooky Mulder. You bless him and anyone else who is going through the, the, the same things. Help me get whatever this is in my throat out as well, dear Lord. I don't know what's going on. There's poison in the air every single day and uh you're the only one that can help us and cure us at this point father so i just asked it you continue just to work on all of our lives bless those that are ill those that are in financial issues and and any other thing they're going through dear lord send the right people into their lives down here on this earth and let us be able to help anybody that we can possibly help during this time but dear lord thank you for all the people, the prayer warriors, and all the loving, kind souls that you have put into our lives, dear Lord, because we're going to need each other more and more as we get to this time. But we all have one thing in common, the most important thing in common, that's a relationship with you. So we love you with all of our hearts, and we thank you for everything you blessed us with. In Jesus Christ's name and our Heavenly Father's name we pray. Amen. And Amen. also, S Steve Cusick, Grandpapa Steve, um, I don't see you in here today. Had me a little bit worried. So if you listen to this show tomorrow... We miss you and we love you. We're, we're used to seeing you in here every single night. So um, we're thinking about you. We love you. And we hope to see you tomorrow. Most definitely. Say grandpapa. Does he have a, is he a yeah, new he, grandpapa? He's a great grandpapa now. Yeah, he has a. Oh uh, my gosh, yeah, he's, he's old. He's a great grandpapa. And uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I see him every single night. You know, he must uh, either be under the weather or has something going on tonight. He's taking he's care great of grandpapa stuff. He's doing great grandpapa stuff. Exactly. Which is probably napping. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Or working with the chickies. He's got the chickens. That's what it is. He's he's yep. chasing the rooster around. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But um, what are you doing chasing the rooster around? But brother, I want to thank you, man. What a great show. Um, like I said, we'll we'll definitely get onto this again. And uh, as soon as you get your roadcaster up and in, we will get together, and I'll teach you how to set that up. I've never done anything like this before, so you got to bear with me. God, yeah, I will. Man, maybe we'll have to get on YouTube. Dude, I literally need to start a I need to call like Sweetwater one of them and be like, I am going to be your roadcaster expert. So you, you need to hire somebody, just hire me. I, I've literally taught like 20 people how to use these things. I think you've just come up with a new revenue stream for yourself. Exactly. Roadcaster entrepreneur and a roadcaster engineer. There we go. There you um, go. And then we'll get you up on OBS too, which will be the second company I've called. I need to call and be like, guys, you know how many people I've taught how to use this system? Just hire me. Come on. Um, well, brother, tell me who it is, and I'll give them a reference. Yeah, exactly. Sweetwater and uh, B&H Photo. There you oh, go. yeah. Okay. Those. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk to them then. Exactly. 
But brother, thank you so much, man. We'll get you back on here like anytime you want to. Like I said, I, I you are welcome. love it, man. We're just like I said, you always end up feeling good. Good old laughter, good old belly laugh, man, which is exactly what we need. It is, especially when they shake. Hey, I just got hired by Deuce Sprinklers. It's <laughs> <laughs> funny. Good. Thanks, do. Exactly. Thanks, do. Thanks, do. And uh, once again, tomorrow is Thursday, so it'll be John MSM Liars Thursday. So that'll be interesting. It's gonna be a fun um, episode as well. Um, then be back on Friday, and uh, we'll be doing possibly a show Saturday and Sunday of Jess feeling up to it because he's really getting that inspiration. He's already working on lessons for the next time he comes on. So right on. So I'm good deal. Glad that he's being healed. But brother, I love you, man. I am so thankful for everything you're doing. The show, man. You, you're, you're like loads of episodes somehow, man. Um, Douglas is catching up to us because he does like eight shows a day. He's he is. I, he's doing he's doing eight shows a day. I know he is. Um, you know what though? I think it's been cool. The the was able to cut my teeth and hone it a little bit. Doing thankful to you and grateful to you because um, I did six or seven months of shows with you before I even got into, and then I did the three when you. Uh, Went to North Carolina. Oh, yeah, exactly. And um, they kind of grew from there. So it's more like a fungus. It's hard to look at the show. It's more like a fungus. It's just growing oh, with yeah. the right soil. Well, it's awesome because we got all kinds of fungus growing on all kinds of different shows right now. So it's great. <laughs> Our big old fungal family. <laughs> you bunch of shrooms. Oh, and I love, I love to when uh, Douglas, um, when Douglas comes on for the chasing squirrels episode, the, the only problem people are going to have is they're going to wake up thinking tomorrow is Tuesday because Conley was on Wednesday and he's usually on Monday. So everybody's going to wake up tomorrow thinking it's Tuesday. Even John was like, oh yeah, it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. See, that's how we play. Exactly. Keep you on your toes. Keep I, you on I your almost toes. called this the Conley Monday. <laughs> that would have, that would have really thrown everybody. You out. should have, dude. But that would have made Steve. That would have spun him off. Yeah, exactly. He would have been looking at the show tomorrow, going, "What in the heck? <laughs> did I go back <laughs> in this, time? It's looking like, at this great grandpa calendar. Exactly. We did. We went back in time. It's <laughs> not not everybody's time traveling apparently like we do. Hopefully, you guys will learn. His great grandpa calendar. I got to get one of those. <laughs> But, well, anyways, I can go on all night long, but I we love could. you, brother, man. Have an absolutely right, beautiful evening, and thank you so much for joining us tonight. Like I said, we'll get you back on ASAP um, whenever you're you ready. Thanks and, for uh, having me on, man. Oh, my pleasure. It's always fun. It's always, always, fun. always. As for the rest of you, I love you all very, very much, and I thank you so much for all that you do, all the contributions. Um, they reached the uh, raffle um, level they were trying to get to. They were actually over the 1,000 that they were asking for, so God bless all of you. Angie for doing all that she did to get this going. You guys are absolutely amazing. And uh, this couldn't have happened without you listening to God and listening to your hearts and helping some people do God's work. So I love you all. I am thankful for everything you do. Once again, thank you for listening to Kill the Christian episode 515, the Conley Monday on Wednesday. We'll be back uh, tomorrow evening on Thursday with MSM Liars Thursday on Thursday, unless we throw things up and bring them on Friday and call it Thursday. Oh, man, we're just going to mess you guys up this week. But I love you very, very much. Have an absolutely beautiful rest of your night. And I leave you with this. Oh, say can you see By the dawn's early light What so proudly we held At the twilight's light
For you late-nighters, head on over to Punky's house for tacos. And from the words of Conley, love you, see you, bye. But in the words of uh, Joseph, every single night, we know how this ends and we are fortunate, and that is God wins. So let go of the fear, let go of the stress, let go of all anxiety. Pray, 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 hold that line, spread the gospel from nation to nation. We're going to have everything we knew to get through these times. But we also need one another. But most importantly, we need Jesus. He's going to be walking by our sides of the entire mission. You can count on that. Guys, I love you all very, very much. We'll see you tomorrow evening for Kilt Christian episode 516, MSM Liars Thursday. In the meantime, have a beautiful evening and God bless. <laughs>